0: I need a refill. up everybody welcome back to another episode of refill and chill marvel monday my favorite day of the week if you heard that crowd reaction before this episode started just know that you'll find out in the second half of this episode what that was from until then what's up everybody we've got hawkeye to talk about daredevil now to talk about and we have a no way home full reaction full of spoilers but that will come in the second half of the episode so if you haven't seen no way home yet you are safe until after the ad break without further ado hawkeye you guys we are one week away well i'm sorry this is the final week this is week six week five really if you want to count the first two episodes as week one but anyways we have the final episode of hawkeye this week very excited to see where we go from here with the confirmation of kingpin Finally, Kingpin is in the MCU, and I'm thinking he's going to be a major part of this final episode. I mean, it would be stupid <clears throat> to introduce him and not have him, but part of me believes that they just teased him, kind of like, you know, Thanos was teased in uh, one of the earlier films, and then you don't really see Thanos till later on, so that could happen with Echo, um, you know, he could be the big bad and then, but anyways... <sighs> Where do we go from here in Hawkeye? Obviously, Kate Bishop and Clint are supposed to get their new suits. And, you know, this should be a very pivotal moment for Kate Bishop to become, I would say, an Avenger or at least a young Avenger. Perhaps we will get Yelena and Clint to resolve any issues that may have um, led to this point where she thought that he was his sister or her sister's killer. Um, And then hopefully we get Pizza Dog's real name, which should be lucky. But until then, I think, yeah, Elaine or Eleanor Bishop is the big bad of this show. I think all along she's money crazy. And um, when she said, you know, Kate was the most important thing in her life, you know, you want to think she's a loving mother. But part of me thinks that when the father died, um, she Eleanor thought that the money would go to her because she's the wife. But maybe the husband left his money to Kate. And that's why Kate is so important. But that makes me also think, well, maybe um, why wouldn't she just kill her own daughter? I mean, it, you know, there's 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 flaws. But all in all, I don't think Jack is a bad guy. I think it's all along been Eleanor framing Jack to get the attention away from her. Obviously, Eleanor was the one who called Val to hire Yelena, um, I think. I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking. But it said fall. It was a fall when Yelena went to the um cemetery to see her sister's grave so i wonder if it was directly eleanor or if val um it would have to be yeah it would have to be val was called by eleanor to hire yelena that just has to be it um i'd like to see what you guys think about that so moving forward since kingpin was already confirmed months and months ago or at least rumored. I wanted to take the time to watch Daredevil. All kind of around the same time that this was going to happen. Because I wanted to be fresh. And I wanted to understand it when he came into play. like Just how powerful and you know important he is in the Marvel world. And he was a big role in <clears throat> Into the Spider-Verse. So I have binged to the max. And I am done with two seasons of Daredevil. I'm down to my last season. I'm going to hopefully finish before Wednesday um the season finale airs i know we won't probably get a lot of kingpin but i still just want to finish so i can have all that done and i really like daredevil a lot charlie cox's matt Murdock is phenomenal all the action scenes just all the fights everything is just so perfect and vincent d'onofrio really instills fear i mean i would not want to ever be in a room with wilson fisk the kingpin um through two seasons i still can't imagine how this is gonna play out between Daredevil and Kingpin. Um, I fear for Matt Murdock's life. That, you know he'll eventually be killed by Wilson Fisk. But you know there's always a happy ending at the end. So you hope that he would come out on top. But who knows? Especially now that they are both rumored slash confirmed in the MCU. You just wonder if it's going to be a continuous storyline or if it's going to be a soft reboot or if it's just another variant in the multiverse now that they have that excuse um, into why they're in this universe. Um, that's it so far. I really enjoy the show. I like all the side characters between Foggy and Karen. Uh, Electra is kind of annoying and I don't really care for Stick even though he was the father figure for Matt Murdock. But i really love this show and i'm actually really interested in the punisher now he was a phenomenal character as well so i want to take time to watch his show after this and i might as well just watch them all just to have the knowledge and we can even do a netflix series episode one day when i'm all done um but we're gonna take this to the ad break and when we come back we have the official spoiler filled no way home review as always anchor is free you guys it's time for the no way home review i'm so excited to talk about this now that the movie's been out for a few days hopefully a lot of you have seen this already so we can just dive right into the big 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 explosions of announcements and reveals toby and andrew are back what a sight when those two entered through the portal what a sight when matt murdoch was sitting at the table and grabbed that brick out the window i'm a good lawyer Every little nod to the two other series of Spider-Man. Everything about this movie was so perfect. I absolutely loved this film. 10 out of 10. Top two. I have to watch it again, though, to decide whether or not it's better than Infinity War. Because it was just so good that I know it's top two. Um, Everything from the cameos to the... I mean, the uh, the new and improved tech on all the villains. And the Green Goblin being the most insane and maniacal character I've ever seen in any of the Spider-Man movies. I think that's the most scared I've ever been of Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. And I think removing the mask and showing his, you know, crazier side with his face was just, it was, it was just too perfect. This film could not have lived up to the hype anymore. And it still exceeded my expectations. What a freaking movie. Um, you know, I want to dive right into everything. I want to talk about every single thing of this movie, but I don't feel confident enough until I've seen it like two to three times because there's just so much to unpack everything from Aunt May being the one who says with, you know, great power comes great responsibility and her being the sacrificial kill that, you know, powers the, or lights the fire underneath Peter, the growth of Peter becoming, you know, a man. Um, The Doctor Strange, I thought Doctor Strange was going to have a larger role in the movie, and to see that he was gone most of it was interesting. Um, I was definitely surprised by the um, plot twist that Doc Ock was going to be helpful and that Sandman really wasn't a bad guy still. I mean, we knew Flint Marco wasn't a bad guy at the end of Spider-Man 3, that we wanted to see um, a good version of him. And he was just trying to go home, and none of the other villains wanted to go home. Um, Electro, for for starters, really did not want to go home. He was mostly, you know, I'm a nobody in my world, and you know, I could be anybody I want in this world with this power. And Green Goblin completely stole the show. Um, I thought it was awesome that Willem Dafoe, at I think age 66 said, like, there was no way he was going to do Green Goblin again unless he could do all the fight sequences and, act, you know, action sequences because he's like, then I can own up, and, you know, that was me who did it. Can't take the credit for somebody else. And, I mean, they really made him look powerful. I mean, that – the final scene where he was brutally attacking Peter and Peter was getting ready to throw the glider into him, that was a beautiful scene. Uh Gosh, there's so much to talk about. I love all the little jokes between all three Spider Men. How it kind of mimicked the the meme of the three Spider Men's pointing their fingers at each other, and all the little um, <clears throat> nods to, you know, well, what's you know, what's what's different about each other, and what's the same about each other, and well, my MJ, and well, the she was my MJ, and Andrew freaking saving Zendaya's MJ because he couldn't save his Gwen. I mean. Right there, that was just emotional enough to make a grown man cry. A uh, lot of, a lot of, a lot of scenes that made a grown man cry were in this film. I got most choked up when Aunt May died only because Peter was just like, you know, what are you doing? Wake up. And he was, he, I don't know if he really knew that she had passed or if he was just playing along, you know, trying to hope that she wasn't dead. Um, but all in all, 10 out of 10, best Spider-Man movie I've ever watched, and again, it's in my top two of best MCU project ever. Oh, and we have so much more to come in the future. I mean, I think Kevin Feige just confirmed today that they're already actively talking about Spider-Man four. They want to keep going. Which why wouldn't you? You just gave Spider-Man a new suit. You just a whole new line of merchandise, um, and it's a clean slate for Spider-Man. There was comics that did the exact same thing in a way he asked Mephisto for um to save along the lines the same storyline and he had to give up his identity or give up his whole world and it was a clean slate so they kind of stole that from that one comic and um I think it's I wouldn't say brilliant but in a way you kind of get away from well he already did the whole Avengers thing and like He got to be with Tony and Cap and he fought the freaking Thanos and his army and saved the world. And like, how how do you get bigger? So I think this will lead into the Fantastic Four. I think that Peter will have a larger role in a cosmic level because he doesn't really have anybody anymore in this world. I think he'll tap more into the uh, Fantastic Four world. He may be a protector of the city, kind of like Daredevil is. Um, Or maybe he'll just hop multiverse to multiverse after multiverse madness gets, you know, all screwed up. There's so much that could, there's so much potential. Anything can happen from here. And with that being said, we have got so much content coming our way. And, you know, we're in good hands. Marvel is taking care of all of us fans. We are going to be okay. So. So. Moving on. It's now time for the three big gulps. It's been a while since we've done three big gulps and not the three what ifs. Um, Oh, but you know what? You know, time out, you guys. Before we even get to that, we have a mid-credit scene and a post-credit scene that we have to talk about. What is up with Venom leaving a piece of that symbiote here in this universe? See, like there's so many little cliffhangers that just make you wonder what is next. And the post credit scene being in a complete trailer for Multiverse and Madness. I mean, for all you What If fans, I'm so glad we got to see Supreme Strange and America Chavez and Wanda, Wanda casting spells in her, you know, her outfit. This movie is going to break 2022. I think it's going to be the best one of 2022. Cannot wait. I... You know, waited all year. I waited two years for this film. I'm so glad we don't have to wait that much longer until we see Doctor Strange. I think it's May now from all the pushbacks. But when we do get to see it, oh man, it's gonna blow our minds. I just know it. But anyways, three big gulps. Number one, what happens from here if everyone in the Avengers knows Spider-Man but not Peter Parker? So this is one of those plot holes I couldn't figure out when he made the spell to make everybody forget him at the end, because Happy said that he knew Aunt May through Spider Man. And Zendaya's MJ still had her Black Dahlia necklace on, which would have been technically from Peter, but she doesn't know Peter. So there's still some stuff that I really need some explaining done. And then what? Like, he saved the world with the Avengers, and Spider Man was there. So now what? Like, he goes to the compound, and it's like, oh, hey, Spider Man. And then they just don't know who he is. Like, it, there's just some things that I just don't get. So, does Peter have to go back to everybody he knows and re-explain? Like, hey, I'm I'm Spider-Man, you know, hey, and I don't know. There's going to be so much that they have to really fix there. Um, and especially now that Doctor Strange doesn't even know who he is. At least that's what it's going to sound like. Um, but we'll find out. Big gulp number two. Will Spider-Man and Daredevil team up? I thought it was smart to introduce Matt Murdock in this. It made sense to, but we're going to see Matt Murdock, I believe, in Echo when Kingpin is the main villain because Echo's going to turn on Kingpin after she learns that Kingpin had her father killed um, by the Ronin. I guarantee you we're going to see Daredevil in the future. Now, will we see Spider-Man in that? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was confirmed that before this like Spider-Man 4 news broke that Peter was supposed to be in another project. And I could see it being Echo, but I don't think it's likely. I'd have to give it some more thought. I really do think he's going to be in the Fantastic Four. I just I just have a feeling he's going to be in there. Um. But yeah, I'd like to see a team up between Spider-Man and Daredevil. Not as much as I want to see a team up between Spider-Man and Deadpool, but <laughs> all the same big gulp number 3 will kingpin be a main, a main focus in an upcoming series yeah like i said i really do believe that kingpin is going to be the big bad for echo not only echo but i think we're going to find out that maybe in like the armor wars that he is teaming up with justin hammer and in prison they were you know teaming up and working on an empire of how can we run the world now that tony stark is not around to run the world with Amuni- or not ammunition but just like I guess just in plain sense the armor wars Um I don't think that we're just going to see Kingpin for one show or one movie and it'd be over I think he's going to be drawn out throughout phase 4 it'd be pretty cool to see that but thank you guys for listening today I hope you enjoyed Spider-Man No Way Home and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Refill and Chill Marvel Monday until next time when we discuss the Hawkeye finale thanks for listening Chill out, Dick Quad.